This is Not Everything Sucks with Andrew. We're so glad that you're hanging out with us this evening. Um, I am even happier that we have my good friend and local entrepreneur, Nicholas Ramos, hanging out with us. Nicholas, how are you doing today? Great. I'm glad to be here. Tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get started cooking. Well, um, just a little bit about myself. I'm a uh, serial entrepreneur. Um, uh, uh, hold on. A serial entrepreneur. What is a serial entrepreneur? Well, um, someone who really loves to be passionate about small businesses. And not okay. just small businesses, but seeing issues within society and figuring out how to capitalize and help others uh, with a product or with a solution, uh, technology, any sorts of uh, solutions that will help people with um, improving their lifestyle. That's fantastic. I, I, I just heard that and I was like, serial entrepreneur. Please continue. Please continue telling well, us about yourself. Um, I, I have a general construction company. Okay. Um, a med two medical devices. Um, I have a, uh, I'm a co-founder of a tech company, mm -hmm. um, Clutch. Uh, we're like the Uber Eats for stadiums. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're really making some big, uh, big noise and, and very good progress in San Antonio. That's fantastic. Well, thanks for taking some of your time out of your very busy schedule to hang out with us. Um, we are making guacamole from the heart. Uh, the reason it is guacamole from the heart is because we have all of our ingredients on our table today, um, but we're not uh, exactly going to put this much amount or this. We're all putting our, our ingredients and mixing it from the heart. So fantastic. It'll, it'll be real fun. Some of our ingredients that we have on the table today are, of course, avocados, red onion. You can't do, you can't do not everything sucks without avocados, man. It's the whole point of the show. Um, and you, you are also a point of the show. Um, we have some tomatoes, some red onions, some chopped uh, garlic, uh, jalapeno, ground cumin, which is a different kind of ingredient that I'd never heard of before. A delicacy. I, I hope so. hope it tastes good. <laughs> some salt, some pepper, uh, and some chips. So we're going to get us started. And Fantastic. to get us started, we're going to cut our avocados. Have you ever cut an avocado before? Uh, yes. Okay. So you are well-versed in the avocado cutting lifestyle, right? Yes, sir. All right. So if you remember, we uh, take the avocado um, on its flattest side, cut it all the way around the seed carefully so we don't cut our hands or selves off. And um, then we delicately take the seed out of the avocado. We don't have to do it too delicately because we're not trying to make this pretty because it's going to be avocado. Uh, it's going to be guacamole. Um, and you can cut our third avocado. Oh, so fantastic. three avocados today. I think that's the most um, we've ever done with a dish. So I'm excited. So as we are chopping up the avocado and putting it into the bowl and mashing it up, um, tell me a little bit about some of your local business experience. And <laughs> if you missed that, the seed just made a beeline for the sink. Um, and that's, and that's awesome. That's awesome. I love this. So tell me a little bit about some of the experience you've had uh, as a local entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur here in San Antonio. Well, it's uh, it's been a very nice roller coaster ride. We've uh, we've had very nice successes for uh, most of the uh, ventures that we've started. Okay. Um, 
construction. I've been working in it very young, so okay. I was uh, started as a uh, a cleanup crew, helping, okay. helping pick up trash, doing um, you know small odd jobs, helping sure. with uh, doing drywall, sheetrock. Um, moved up to uh, learning electrical, really getting the my passion of uh, learning how to run wire and getting licensed in the, the profession, okay. which uh, then led me to become a, a project manager to help with uh, local residential and commercial um, build-outs for, okay. for clients, really getting their electrical and um, helping them manage the projects from a outside view to help the, the projects move forward. How did you get started in construction? Well, um, why construction? Well, why construction? Uh, family friends have uh, were, were in construction uh, way before I was born. Mm-hmm. Um, they taught me what they knew, and they they taught me the the tricks of the and the ropes of how to uh, start a job from start to finish. Really, um, from like I said, drywall, plumbing, electrical, to uh, moving into the the bigger jobs. We're creating foundations and and really being on your own and being able to run projects and, and manage your workers as well as your clients. What are you up to nowadays? Well, uh, I got, I, I injured myself when I was in construction, so oh, that dude. ended up um, pushing me towards uh, focusing mainly on school, which helped me uh, actually start my my other entrepreneurial endeavors okay. um, through UTSA's site program, um, multiple companies, uh, all the medical devices, as well as uh, the uh, application clutch. So tell me a little, UTSA student. Yes. Go runners. Tell me a little bit about uh, what this site program is. So site, um, they run a big rowdy idea during the uh, fall semester and then the actual site competition during the spring. Okay. Um, It's a program that allows you to help find customers and, and do customer discovery and also uh, validate that you have a product that can potentially become a, a full-blown business. So like Shark Tank for college students. Exactly. So like awesome. a Shark Tank that allows you to pitch in front of judges, get feedback, and also um, could potentially introduce you to someone who, who can help invest. So I love, I love the idea of these competitions, Shark Tank kind of style things. Um, most of us don't have access to that kind of uh, that kind of environment, those kind of competitions. Um, I'd like to start a company with you today, right? Let's, let's do it. Let's call it Not Everything Sucks Incorporated. Um, INC. I have a, <laughs> I have a uh, an idea. I have a lot of desire, a lot of passion, um, but I'm a little clueless. Where should I start, Nick? Well, no one is ever clueless. It's just everyone's at a different entrepreneurial level or okay. state that they're in. Um, there, there's tons of resources here in San Antonio, um, anywhere from Geekdom, uh, downtown San Antonio, to Launch SA, to the university. Um, okay. I, I took advantage as much as I could to um, use the resources that the university allowed me to okay. and uh, really uh, step up that that level of knowledge and expertise to, to help validate the um, proof of concept. So it really allowed me to uh, socially get out there and network with other like-minded individuals. What is a proof of concept? So a proof of concept is after you have an idea, okay. you then uh, want to create a tangible item or a solution for a problem. So you, you want to really put it down on paper or as 
a lot of entrepreneurs do, we put it on a business model canvas or some type of um, guided uh, segment to allow us to see who our customers are, what our uh, activities need to be, and pretty much what resources we're gonna need in order to create a product and how we're gonna market it to gain revenue and monetize that product. So when you say business model canvas, I think of like, you ever play that like Mad Libs where you have the, the paragraph and you insert the adjectives and the verbs. Yep. Um, tell me a little bit about what a business model canvas is. So a business model canvas really allows for the entrepreneur to set the guidelines and rules that they want to have for the way that they want to set their foundation for their business. Mm. So it allows for uh, not everything sucks incorporated mm -hmm. to figure out who we're going to be marketing to, um, who our clients are, what resources we're going to need in order to create a widget that the consumer wants to buy from us, and how to create our, our burn rate, which is um, what it's going to take to do business concurrently. Or, or throughout the months. So while you have been telling us a little bit about what it takes to start a small business, I have been getting very messy. Um, <laughs> what I've taken is our avocado slices. I've cut them into a grid to pop the little diced avocados out into a bowl and used my fingers uh, to get them out. So I'm a little messy. Um, what we're going to do now, this is the part where the heart comes in. Mm -hmm. uh, guacamole with heart. Uh, we're going to take some of our ingredients and put them in as much as we like. So, Nick, what I'd like you to do is, as I'm mashing up the avocados, if you can just start putting in as much onion, tomato, jalapeno, uh, garlic, etc., as you think is appropriate for ours. And if we need more, we'll just cut some more for us. And it's very interesting because just like you say that about pouring what we feel is right, that, that's ultimately what it takes to start a business. There is no one way to start a company or to even know how to pick the right people to do business with. It's, it's all a learning experience. I've learned uh, very, um, very important ways on, on people who to choose and, and how to choose people, but also to see is it a need in the market or is it something we really want to start? Is, is it worth putting our time? And time is really the main value of mm. allowing for people to understand what we need to do or what we want to do in life. So you, you make an interesting point there, Im important point there where you say, is there a need in the market? Mm -hmm. um, can you talk a little bit about how to find out if your idea, which we just came up with one, right? Where going to be selling guacamole. Yep. Is there a need in the market? How do you know? How can you tell? Well, ultimately, there is no product unless there's a customer. So you got to go out and really not create a product and go market it to people. You really want to find out what their issues are up front. So um, Clutch, when I, was, when I started Clutch, I was at a baseball game. And I took some clients out from my construction company. Mm. And I waited in a long line for food and beverages. So when I got back there about 30 minutes later, I figured, I, I found out that the two foul balls had landed right in my seat. So I was like, oh, awesome. Like I could have really experienced that. A baseball lover like myself. Sure. And uh, being able to really see these, these, these experiences upfront and personal, I missed because I chose, which is an opportunity cost, to go and, and satisfy my, my food and my thirst. Mm. So 
when I came back, I saw that they had landed there. So then I just briefly looked into it and I was like, hmm, there's an opportunity here. I've never seen an app in the market mm-hmm. as, as of myself. So I've never seen an app that I've seen be able to deliver food or beverages to the seat. So from there, I was like, I, I called up my business partner and I was like, hey, you know, we got a very good, I-, I got a very good idea here. I want to pitch it to you. So then that's where it came into finding the right people. So you you look, you, you discover, but you need to be able to sell this to other people to be able to have them help you sell it to, to the market. So it's almost like you are experiencing your life and when you have a need for it, chances are that maybe other people might also. Yeah, I mean, not everyone has the same issue. However, there are problems that allow for people to have the similar situations. So I could have been experiencing it where I was sitting and someone could have um, been waiting in line for longer than myself and not be able to see a home run or not experience what I had. And it's, it's very heartbreaking when you when you spend hard-earned money mm-hmm. for a seed or for an experience and you're not able to witness it or you miss one part that could have been one of the most important parts to you mm. so it, it's however how deep it feels for you to be in that problem at that time it really gives you the the knowledge and expertise to help others not go through that same issue so as you're cutting the jalapeno to put it in the guacamole um we have an idea. Uh, we have a company name. Um, we found a couple buddies ourselves to, to get this thing off the ground. Um, and we've created our uh, business model or lean model canvas, that template. Uh, we need resources. Where yeah. do we find our investors, our resources? How do we get this from here to uh, at the grocery store? Well, ultimately, when you're looking for resources, as in people to help you market, people to help you uh, sell the product, but not just that, people to help you fund it. Um, anyone, anyone can be an investor if they have money. However, a real investor is someone who is able to put not just the money, but the effort into helping you find those other resources. So one thing we always look for as entrepreneurs is, oh, how can we get to the next level of our company? How can we scale? How can we... Um, how can we make our product ready for market? Well, it's easy to accept money. However, it's also easy to fail and, and, and lose the money. I mean, we can, we can take $10,000 and create a product, but then if we don't have a customer to sell it to, then what, what is that investor or what do we get out of it? We, we have a product, mm-hmm. we have a solution, but we don't have anyone to sell it to or, or to present it to. So we are trying to find people who are not just able to help invest, but also uh, get us in front of HEB or get sure. us in front of someone to say, hey, we have this this brilliant guacamole that we need to- From the heart. From the heart, <laughs> that, that, we can, that we think is a, a valuable um, product to sell and that people would enjoy. Where do you find investors? So it's it's not where, but it's who. So I mean, okay. we, we can find it, at, at you can find it, your neighbor. Okay. Um, oh, but, interesting. So anyone really can be an investor. Yes, but you also have to be accredited. You have to make sure you're, you're asking money from people who've uh, had experience or, or, or seasoned in investing. I mean, mm. you can't just take money from anyone. You need to make sure that they know what the risk is because a, a startup is, is a gamble. You know, you could make it or you could, you, you, you could fail. 
and more more times than, than not you you end up having to fail and restart or you take a step back and you you, re, you rebuild your structure so we've pitched our great guacamole which I just added some salt some extra onions and tomato to uh, we pitched it to some investors we've got a great deal um, what now what kind of expenses do we incur that we might not think about well um, dealing with a food product you always mm -hmm. have to worry about well what what if someone gets sick from our product so you need <laughs> what to, if we get sick from our yeah, product <laughs> what, if, what if we get sick so there there's all type of uh, occurrences that can happen so you look at insurance you look at um, how do we start our company how, who do we go to what what advice do we get do we hire an attorney do we have such a great product? Should we get a patent on it? Mm. Um, you know, a, a secret sauce or, sure. or a secret recipe that we sure. keep. Um, there, there's just so much that goes into a business that you learn over time. Um, even even the some of the seasoned entrepreneurs, um, not myself, but <laughs> some of the people who who are still learning and and trying to get what they want out of life or what they need to figure out for, for starting a business, you it's a constant learning experience. You never have all the answers. You always are constantly learning and it's not a failure. It's ultimately a, a learning experience. You know, you learn not to do it this way next time so that you don't cause harm or you don't um, take a step back. You're constantly moving forward. We have um, spent a couple of weeks talking about things, um, a lot of things that suck. Uh, <laughs> Uh, a lot of the time we've spent these past couple of weeks have been on some more political things and um, you know this is this is a bit of a change to what we've normally been talking about um, but there's a lot of stuff about putting yourself out there and getting your product to the market that frankly are hard terrifying and sometimes they suck um, which is why it's very important and appropriate for us to have this conversation um, for me personally the fear of failure is something that I struggle with. Uh, I, I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people deal with that as well. How do you control or do you have a fear, fear of failure um, knowing that every day is kind of its own miniature risk? Well, I mean, there, there is no 100% guarantee that you're going to be successful. You, you learn over time that no is just another uh, another obstacle that you have to get around. Mm -hmm. if, if you can't handle a no, then it's gonna be very hard to be an entrepreneur. I've been told no countless times through all my businesses at through every stage from idea to where we actually had interviews given that we've, we've made it to a, a point where we're able to be recognized or acknowledged. Um, no, is, no is giving you the opportunity to figure out a new solution or how to come to realization that maybe this way isn't working mm. and we need to turn it and, and pivot to a new method. So uh, there's always, a, I always wake up and know that today's going to be a good day because I am given the, <laughs> I am giving the, the graciousness to wake up mm. and know that I get to live another day on this earth. And sure. it gives me the, the opportunity to go out and talk to people uh, pitch them on ideas, pitch them on, on new ventures that I'm wanting to do, or maybe help them with their ventures. Help them out and tell them my learning experiences of what I've gone through and what knows I've been told. 
And I never, I never tell people no due to the fact that for some people, they don't take it as I would. Mm -hmm. So I always try to help them say, well, have you thought of it this way or sure. have you thought of it that way? So given the, given the fact that we're able to help other people out and really be the social entrepreneur and, and really give others guidance and be mentors for others and mm -hmm. also have our mentors help us get to that next level, it's just, it doesn't allow fear to get in the way of success. Tell me about the most devastating no you've ever received in business. Well, <laughs> um, that, that's a difficult one, Andrew. Well, when I was uh, when I was starting out, I wanted to right after my first uh, electrical job, mm -hmm. I wanted to run my own my own crew, and um, I was given the resources, but I was given my men my mentor who who I've constantly relied on and, and gotten feedback from. I told him I'm ready. I, I want to be able to run this job on my own, and he told me no. And I took it really hard. I felt that he didn't have the conf he didn't have the confidence in me, mm -hmm. and I didn't I didn't earn his respect. Mm. But in the long run, he he showed me that over time, for me learning and gaining more experience under him, it made me a better listener. And being able to be a a very reactive listener mm. gives us the the knowledge to to listen to others more then we talk so that we can learn more and, and really gain that, that experience. Because it's easy to learn from your mistakes, but it's wiser to learn from other people's mistakes. We have added almost every ingredient into <laughs> our guacamole that we have. Um, do we think we need anything else? Just listen to your heart. No. My heart's telling me we need some limon sauce. I'm so sorry, Nick. <laughs> So limon sauce and cumin are going to be our special ingredients for the evening. Um, Nick, as, a, as we start to wrap up our time together, um, tell us about some things you're excited about, uh, maybe new project, maybe something that, that's got your, your mind spinning coming up in the future. Well, there are some great projects that are going to be coming here to San Antonio and uh, real opportunities that, that allow for entrepreneurs to have more resources and uh, more of a knowledge base to, to be able to, to sit down with mentors and to potentially sit down with VCs and really pick their brain and, and learn from their mistakes. What, what is a VC? I'm sorry, a venture capitalist. So people, uh, a group of individuals or even one or two angel investors mm -hmm. uh, who invest in the companies, not just their funding, but resources that they have. So allocations as uh, attorneys or, or their network pool. So um, if they take the risk or, or take the chance on you, then you're open to their, their resources. Mm. Grab those chips and we'll start plating our guacamole from the heart. I love it. All right, so we've got a couple of plates here. Um, go ahead and put the chips on there. Ooh, that is some good looking guac. Homemade. Nick, we are called Not Everything Sucks. Um, we've talked a lot about challenges that you faced, a lot of obstacles you've overcome. Uh, Nick, tell us, what doesn't suck? Well, as an entrepreneur, you have a lot of ups and downs. Um, I've experienced them myself, and I've gotten through them. Um, there's, there's always light at the end of the tunnel, 
and being able to like we talked about wake up the next day and know that you're still living in here on this earth and able to go and, and help other people and really try to change other people's life through innovations or through something you're working on or even just being that friendly opinion mm -hmm. that helps them get their business to the next level that is that is something that can't be taught mm. it's something that you have and that you just gotta rely on rely on yourself to know that you can help others and that you're not the only one um, in, in the situation mm. everyone has a different uh, problem and in different situations but uh, if we work together we can all overcome them that certainly doesn't suck here you go man here's some guacamole thank you you know it's it's really interesting that coming to the point where we're able to be here on uh facebook live and on the podcast uh it's it was something that took a lot of encouragement for me to put myself out here once a week on social media and the podcast app and talk about things that suck and things that don't suck and things that are important to people, um, it did take quite a bit of courage and it took quite a bit of like, you know, chutzpah. Chutzpah is, is Yiddish for guts, right? It took, uh, it took a lot of courage to kind of put myself out there and ask people like yourself to come with me on this journey and to talk about these very important critical issues. Um, I mean, if I can cook with avocados every Thursday night <laughs> and have a great conversation with a good friend, um, I know that there's got to be someone out there, someone like yourself or myself, who um, maybe has an idea and uh, just needs to take a leap of faith and just jump out there. And, a leap uh, of faith is very important. Tell me how it tastes, man. Let's see if our heart did us right. Mm. That's pretty good. That's fantastic. I need more salt. <laughs> there we go. You want more salt? Mm-hmm. So, I'm very grateful for Nick Ramos to have joined us this evening um, talking about entrepreneurship and building your own business and creating something of value for our society. Um, I am so grateful that we have people who have been tuning in, listening in, and watching us. Um, if you have any questions about starting your own business or you'd like to learn more information about what a venture capitalist is or where geekdom is or you know what the lean uh, business model is, um, by all means, feel free to comment on this video or reach out to me and I can connect you. Um, Nick does some great consulting work. Uh, and he, as you can, you've heard this evening, is incredibly encouraging uh, to those who are looking to build their startups. Nick, thank you so much for hanging out with us. And thank you for, uh, thank you for inviting me. Great dip. Yep. Our hearts did us right. They they were true to us. And thanks for hanging out with us too. Not everything sucks, and we're glad we got to tell you why. See y'all next week.